Yoma Daf Dalad, the last thing we were discussing, where Resh Lakis asked Rabbi Yohanan, where did you learn that you need a hafrasha for Kohen Gadol? And Rabbi Yohanan told him, I learned it from Miluim. Resh Lakish didn't like that answer. Rabbi Yohanan asked Resh Lakish, where do you learn it from? He said, I learned it from Har Sinai, where Moshe was in seclusion in the cloud for six days, and on the seventh day he went up. But our Mishnah says seven days. That goes according to Rabbi Yudavid Betera, that we need a full seven days, just in case the Kohen Gadol is with his wife, and they become Tameh of a Boyal Nida. And he has to be, he has to wait seven uh, clean days, so this will be his seventh clean day. We're just adding one day, but really you only need six, and we're adding seven. That's according to Rabbi Yudah ben Betera. And continuing that conversation, we're starting Daf Dalad Amud Aleph, first line in, uh, where it says Amar Le Rabbi Yohanan Le Shlakish, Rabbi Yohanan Esher Shlakish, Bishlama Le Didi Dealfina Mimiluim. According to me, which I learned from Miluim, we understand the Brayta that says the Kohen who's doing Yom Kippur service or the Kohen who's burning the Paraduma, Mazina Alav Kol Shiva, we spray on him from the water of the Paraduma, Mikol Hatocha Yusham. Now, what does that mean from all the Hataocha Yusham? Either all the Paraduma waters of all time, they mixed it together, the ashes, and they sprayed the, the Kohen from that water, or from the original one from Moshe Rabbeinu's time. Either way, the Havai Nami Haza'a Now, the Haza'a spraying Aharon before coming uh, to work in the Mishkan for the first time, there was Haza'a also, they were spraying and spraying. According to Yurash, like you learned from Hasinai, Hazab Sinai Mihavai was there uh, the spraying in Hasinai. And Tosfot mentions, yes, there was a spraying. It says, but wasn't for Tahara purposes, it was only for Kedusha of a Brit that was being done, but it wasn't for Tahara purposes like we have over here. So the Gemara explains, Amar Leresh Lakish tells Rabbi Yohanan, according to your reason, does it make sense? The Miluim Dam Hachamayim. By Miluim, they threw blood on Aharon over here. I don't keep where it's ashes mixed with water. It's really mostly water. So Rabbi Yohanan answers, That's not a question. Water became instead of blood. It's the same idea. It's just different now. Was there even spraying on our Sinai? They told him, The Hazaot were only a Humrah de Rabbanan. It was just to show people that you, we have to take this seriously. Remember, Tvul Yom uh, used to do the Paradumad, remember that whole story? So this was one of those uh, humrot, like uh, the utensils made of uh, of earthenware. Tanya Kavater Der Bihanan, Tanya Kavater Der Shlaki. So we have a bright like both. Tanya Kavater Der Bihanan, who learned that Amiluim, it says, Bezot Yavu Aron El Kodesh. It says bezot, and bezot sounds extra. So the Tana explains what it means. Bema shamur ba'anyan, whatever was written over here, will also come over there. Mahi, what are we talking about? Ba'anyan de miluim, we're talking about miluim. Umamur ba'anyan de miluim, what was written by miluim? Aharon pireh shiva veshimesh omehad. Aharon secluded himself seven days and then served on that first eighth day. Moshe taught him everything so he could get used to the Avodah. So for future, when Kohen Gadol before Yom Kippur also, Kohen Gadol can seclude himself seven days, and serve one day with Yom Kippur. 
and two students from the students of Moshe, meaning Tafka students of Moshe, Lapuket, Sedukin. We're not going to use the Tzedokim because they changed the way the Avodah is done. Because according to Moshe's Torah, first you bring the fire in front of Hashem, and then you bring the Ketoret, but the Tzedokim, they would bring the Ketoret on the fire outside, and then only they bring it inside. And there, Mosrin lo kol shiv'a kedil hanecho ba'avodah. They teach him seven days to, to, to get him used to the work. Mekan amru, from here they said, shiv'a temim kodim yom kippurim, afeshim kohen gadom mibeto lelishkat pahedrin. From here we learned in our Mishnah, seven days before Yom Kippur, we separate the Kohen Gadol from his house to the chamber of Parhedrin. The same way we seclude the Kohen Gadol, the same way we seclude the Kohen who is burning the Parah Dumash, we put him in a chamber that's on the Birah, and both of them, we spray on them from all the Hataot, that were there, and we explain what that means. The imtomar be miluim dam v'hacham. I mean, if you want to tell me that by the miluim was blood, and here it's water, so it's not the same thing. Amar nichdesu ma'im tahatam. No, we learned that water is instead of the blood that used to be ve'omer, and we add a pasuk asher asab b'yom azev tziva Hashem la'asot lechaper alachem. What's la'asot? La'asot elu ma'ase param. And here we have it, like Rabbi Yohanan, you learn Frasha uh, of uh, Yom Kippur from the Miluim. And the, uh, now the Gemara asks, This Bezot, we need it for you know, its own mitzvah. It says that he has to go into the Kodesh, So the Gemara explains, Amre. Who's only talking about korban? You should say ze ele makes more sense. My bezot zot is, sounds like nekeva, and the paran ail is zecharim. It's it's, it's male. Shwaminatate has come teach me two things. Number one, you have to bring korbanot. Number two, the, the seclusion, the hafrasha is lashon nekeva. Hafrasha is nekeva. Now, okay. My veomer, what's that extra pasuk that the Brayta brought? Kasher asa, kasher tziva Hashem laasot lechaper alechem laasot is para chaper is yom kippurim. What's that all about? So again, v'chitema yom kippurim kama hudi ba'ay prisha. Maybe the first kohen gadol of all time, Aharon, he needs a prisha kedesh kahan b'miluim like it has b'miluim. Aval b'yom kippurim de'al malo, but maybe yom kippur a couple generations down the line. You don't need to do a prisha. That's why you need that pasuk. Inami or maybe Kohen Gadol kama who debaye prisha. Maybe Aaron, the first Kohen Gadol, he needs to be secluded. Aval Kohen Gadol be'alma, but a regular Kohen Gadol, lo, maybe he doesn't need to be secluded. Tashema. That's why you need the pasuk. Asher asa and so on. Now Tanya Kavate Deresh Lakish that we learned hafrasha the seclusion of a Kohen from Har Sinai Moshe Allah be'anan when Kasa be'anan when Kadesh be'anan Moshe went up with the cloud he got covered with the cloud he became holy with the cloud Kedel Kabel Torah they said Bikdusha so he could accept the Torah Bikdusha Shneimar VeYishkon Kevod Hashem Al Har Sinai and covered him six days and then he went to get the Torah Zeya Maase Ahar Aser Tadibrot this action was after the Aser Tadibrot. Because from Rosh Chodesh Sivan until Vav Sivan, Moshe kept on going up and down the mountain. One day to tell the men, one day to tell the ladies, one each day something else. Then the three days, Shlosh Dem Every day was something else. 
Shayru betechila l'arbaim yom. So rather it was the first six days they got the Torah, then Moshe waited six days, and then he went up the Torah. The very biosegalir biakiva omer. This was no before Aserta they brought that uh, the mountain covered Har Sinai. It also covered Moshe, and then Moshe went up to Har Sinai. And when it says Vayishkon kevod Hashem merosh chodesh, now it's from Rosh Chodesh already. And Vayichaseu he'anan was talking about Lahar, not Moshe. Then Vayikra el Moshe, he called Moshe by himself. That's not true. Moshe v'chol Yisrael omdin velo ba'katu v'halek kavod le'Moshe. When it says Vayikra Moshe, it was going on the entire Bnei Yisrael. Just out of respect for Moshe, we just said it was Hashem talking to Moshe. And Rabbi Natan Omer. The Pasuk told Moshe to seclude in only Moshe because it was to clean out his body from all the eating and drinking that was in his intestines. To make him like a Malach who doesn't need food before Moshe goes up, he has to be like a Malach. It's coming to sort of scare Moshe. We want the Torah to be given with fear. She has to be shaking, she has to be sweating. the Torah was given on Vav Sivan, the sixth day of Sivan, Rabbi Yossi Omer, the Torah was given on the seventh day of Sivan. According to the one who said on the sixth day, on the sixth day we got the Torah, and the next day Moshe went up to Harsinai for 40 days. Whoever said we got the Torah on the seventh, on the Zayin Sivan, we got the Torah. On that same day, Moshe went up to Sinai. Now, Rabbi Yossi Agali savar like a Tarakama. Rabbi Yossi Agali holds like Tarakama. They are Rabbi Shishab Hodeshnit not Torah. Now, on the sixth day of Sivan, we got the Torah. Helkach, therefore, Zeaya Maase Haraset Adiberot. The action of the cloud covering Moshe happened after the Aseret Adibrot. Vayishkon kevod Hashem al Harsinai v'chaseu he'anan shesht yamim. What's v'chaseu? It's going on the Moshe. It covered Moshe. And it says vayikal Moshe by Moshe v'ayi. Called Moshe on the seventh day. Lekabulesh artra to accept the rest of the Torah. This al kadal tach vayishkon kevod Hashem mirosh chodesh. Because if you want to tell me it was there from rosh chodesh, vayichaseu he'anan lahar and vayichaseu means it covered the mountain. And the calling to Moshe on the seventh day was to get the Aserat Dibrot. They accepted it on the sixth, not on the seventh. And only that, the cloud was gone on the sixth one by Matan Torah. So what's the cloud doing there on the seventh? It says, How that happen? That on the seventh day the Torah was given on the to Israel. So there were six days from 
Yerush Chodesh Sivan until we got the Torah on the seventh day. Moshe got the Torah, and like Rabbi Akiva held, there was no seclusion whatsoever. Now Bishlam al Rabbi Akiva. Okay, now I, I, Rabbi Akiva said there was no seclusion whatsoever. Haynu demashka hatla b'shivah asar b'tamuz nishtablu luchot. Now we understand that on the seventeenth of Tamuz, the luchot broke. Remember, the Torah was given on the Zayn Sivan, so seven plus the rest of the month was another 24 days. Six days passed, and on the seventh day he went up, so that's counts as day one. Veshitzar, the Tammuz, another 16 in, on Tammuz. Malu lehu arba'in yomin, that's uh, 40 days. The Hava Behar, that Moshe was on Har Sinai, Shivasa, and then on the 17th, Betamuz, Nahit, Moshe came down, and he broke the Luchot. That makes sense. That that math makes sense. But according to Rabbi Yosiagali, who said that there was a prisha of six days after Matan Torah, and another 40 and on top of the mountain. The Luchot didn't break until the 23rd of Tammuz, not the 17th. So Gemara explains, you have to say that the 40 on top of the mountain, there was six of them was getting ready to go up on Hasinai. So six days of seclusion, another 34 of Moshe being on top of the mountain. So now the Gemara goes back and asks on Rabbi Akiva, Amar Mor. It says, Vaikra el Moshe. And he said it was not Tavka Moshe. It was really Moshe Uvichol Din. And just we're respecting Moshe, so we said Moshe. Messiah, Ale Rabbi Lazar, helps Rabbi Lazar, the Marvel Lazar, Vaikra, Moshe, Moshe, Hol Selom Din, Velo Bakatu, Vela Halek, Lo Kavod, the Moshe. Comes to give respect to Moshe. Metive. We have a Pasuk that says, Ubebo Moshe, Al Moed, Moshe came to Al Moed, the Daberi Ito, to speak with Hashem, Vaishma, it a call, Medaberi Lavi heard the voice speaking to him. Now it could have said, Call Lo, the call is Medaber Lo. But didn't say that. It said, call Elav. The, the voice is talking Elav. So what was going on? Moshe heard, but not the entire Bnei Israel. So now how could you say it was talking to Moshe and Bnei Israel while giving Kavot to Moshe? So the Gemara explains, Depends. If it was on Har Sinai, everyone heard, but giving honor to Moshe. If it was all Moed, only Moshe heard. Or you could say, not a problem. When it says, Moshe, it meant the entire Bnei Israel. When it says, or Ledaber, that's talking about Moshe in specific. Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Zerika showed that two psukim contradict each other in front of Rabbi Lazar. And some say, Rabbi Zerika, that Rabbi Zerika said, that Rabbi Lazar, the cloud was there, was disturbing Moshe to come. And then it says, Moshe went right through the cloud. And Hashem grabbed him and brought him right through the cloud. So the bear, they explained, it says, the Harsinai betoch by the cloud betoch and it says byam suf betoch by Yavu ben Yisrael betoch ayam malehalan shvil the same way by by Yam suf it was uh, split open and there was a pathway dechtiv amayim lehem choma the water was like a, a wall from the right and left 
Avkan. Also, Moshe went through the cloud. Shavila, Hashem made him a path. Now, it says also, Vaikra el Moshe, Vaidaber Hashem. Lama ikdim keri'ale dibur. Why would you have the keri'ah? Hashem called him before speaking to him. Limda Torah derech eret, shelo yomar adam davar havero elem ken koreo. A person shouldn't tell something to their friend unless they call them first. Do not tell your friend something unless you call him. Now, Lemor, Amar B, or Rabah, How do we know if you say something to your friend that you're not allowed to pass it over? You can't tell someone's secret. Until the person who told you told him you could tell this to other people. And we were doresh. What's lemor? Lo emor. Do not say unless I give you permission to say. Now the Gemara is going to go back to the sugya we learned at the bottom of Gimel Amud Bet, where Rabbi Shlakish asked Rabbi Yochanan, where did you learn the mitzvah hafrasha of secluding the Kohen Gadol seven days before Yom Kippur? You learned it out of Miluim. If that's the case, what, what, the same way by Miluim, everything that was done over there was exact you cannot change not one thing same thing by Yom Kippur everything is exact and you can't change one thing and that's where Rish Lakish went off saying that he learns it out of Har Sinai so now it sounded like Rabbi Yohanan didn't argue on that fact whatever it says by Miluim is exact there's no changing same thing Yom Kippur there's no changing and the Ma said there was a Mahloket so let's look into it and Miklal de Tarvai it sounds like Rish Lakish and Rabbi Yohanan they were told that Miluim that the inauguration of the Mishkan, everything that was written over there was a must, even with the Avad, you cannot change anything. And you see, there's a Mahlok in the Itamar, Miluim, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Hanina, Hadamar, one of them said, everything that was written over there is a must, you cannot change. Hadamar, one of them said, anything that has to do with Korbanot was exact, you cannot change. However, She'en Me'akev Lodorot, and something that is not exact that we're going to need for future generations, and the Gemara will explain what that means. It's not exact if you change something, not the end of the world, you could work with the Avad. And the, the Gemara is going to prove that it wasn't Rabbi Yohanan who argued on Ishlakish, that they're on the same page. It makes sense that Rabbi Yohanan is the one who said that everything that was written is a must, there's no changing. Because Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish told Rabbi Hanan, Imam Eloim kolakatuv bahen me'akev bahen, that the same way that everything in Miluim is exact, no changing. Velo kamehader le, velo midian. Rabbi Hanan didn't answer him. No, I hold like the other opinion that only depends uh, if it's something for future or not. Tistayim, it sounds like Rabbi Hanan is the one who held that whatever is written by Miluim is exact and is not changing. And we will discuss more the mahloka between Rabbi Hanan and Rabbi Hanina tomorrow. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.